Welcome to Absolutely Not Sis, where we discuss all things grief, life, turning 30, speaking your truth, and learning how to say absolutely not sis in a world where we're all conditioned to say yes, yes, yes. Hi everyone, it's Fraser Kilgar here from Luckton's Real Estate, and thanks for listening in to Absolutely Not Sis. They're messages of support for people going through difficult times, learning how to overcome obstacles, and encouraging speaking out when you need a hand is definitely something we can all relate to on some level. Tuning into your real estate needs or next family move is what I'm passionate about. So if you or someone you know is looking to make a move, please get in touch for a low-key chat over a coffee. For now, let's enjoy another brilliant episode from Absolutely Noxus. Oh, hi, Del. Hello, how are you? <laughs> I'm just a real box of birds. How about you? Oh my gosh! Shall we give the shall we give the listeners a little bit of a um just a wee bit of a backstory of, of, of the last twenty four hours? <laughs> oh my lord! Gosh, all the times that Laura's like, gosh, you're so good at organising things, blah blah blah. You're just so chill. You get it all done. Then she met me for real last night, and she was like, Jesus fucking Christ! We um we are remote recording today because. Um, my lovely husband thought it'd be a real fun time to go and catch COVID. So here we are. Like, how like, dare he? Honestly. Like, excuse me, that's a little bit rude and a bit inconsiderate of us. But hey, you do Come you. on, we've got the whole potty to record, Matthew. No, I feel so crap that, like, you know, he's got caught it after all this time and I just hope that you can avoid it. Like, yeah, it's not yeah. ideal. I've, I've always been like, um, I feel like such a superwoman because I haven't got it yet. Like, I really do feel like that 10% a bit um, superior to all else, all of the extra race around you us. Are. The human race is just falling apart with COVID and here I am just strolling to work every day. Um, but when I saw his COVID test, he like tested and was like, oh, no COVID. And I was like, just go and like isolate anyway. And then I looked at his test and I was like, darling, there is a very faint line, but you've got COVID. And then I thought, this is our downfall. You know, here we were thinking we were on top of the world and I'm going to be that crazy person that gets COVID like four years after everybody else. And it's just embarrassing at this point, isn't it? Yeah, it's like, oh, COVID, that old thing. Is people actually still catching that? Like I I didn't realise. It's so rude. But but we have... We have managed to entirely turn our podcast upside down, inside out. Let me tell you what it's all about. And holy crap, we've gone from, yeah, you know, planning to record on our normal days to, oh my God, here we are remotely. So we've managed to pull through and I'm just so thankful that you are the head of technical and head of (laughs) operations because I've had no idea what I'm doing. I'm just here for like emotional support, I think. (laughs) Honestly, there were a few moments last night where I was like, you have to breathe or you're going to Hulk smash something. Like, I was just getting so (laughs) angry because I was like, it just, like, we've got all this high-tech equipment. It shouldn't be that hard now. It is so hard. Like, can the equipment just work, please? Because the microphones, could they just do what they're told, please? We've got the little interfaces. We've got the mics. We've got our computers going. And I've actually, I'm actually so proud because I managed to set up my whole home recording studio on my own. I was thinking in the back of my head, oh my god, Quartz is going to have to come out with a mask on <laughs> and set me up and then drive home so we could do a remote, a remote record because I just it, like, so badly wanted it to work. So I'm yeah really proud of myself. So here we are with our little remote session. So let's see how we go. 
Yeah, and let's just do a little disclaimer. If you feel like the audio kind of like cuts in and out, maybe it's because it it may have stopped a few times and we have to pick ourselves up. But hey, we live, we learn and we grow. Live, laugh, love. Our podcast really should be called Live, Laugh, Love. (laughs) It really should be. Or we should get some t-shirts made with just live, laugh, laugh. No, what is it? Live, laugh, love. I'm going to live and laugh and live, laugh, love. Love it. Oh, my God. Gosh, the the, the the behind the scenes technical issues, but we pull it's through together, don't we, Dal? <laughs> behind the scenes certainly is not for me. I'm just going to put it out there. It's not for me. <gasps> not for me. I mean, yeah, I, did, I definitely studied film and TV so I could be behind the camera. Um, and now here we are with my little tripod in my face. Um, <laughs> on sitting on top of my laptop so that we can try and get a video record. So... You know, we'll get there in the end, team. As long as everyone bands together and, you know, hit subscribe and follows us on our new sort of platform oh, that we yes, reached out I was gonna mention that about too. today. Yes. You, why don't you take that away? Because you're a bit more technical in the uh, explanation. <laughs> Honestly, you're going to be like, you're so technical. I'm going to be like, so I went on this website, guys. I went on this website. Laura had mentioned. I found some other podcasters I really like used it as a platform. Our platform was doing a good enough job, but it's just kind of restricted us a little bit. So we decided to hop, skip and a jump over to a new platform. And um, yeah, so the only downside for us moving is that um, we had to re-upload every single episode. So if you go through our content now, it'll say that episodes one through 11 of season one were uploaded all on the same day. So that's fine. We're resilient. We can move on and move past. But um, we would be really, really grateful if you guys could jump on our Spotify and click the subscribe follow button and also give us a rating once you've listened to us because obviously moving meant that we lost all of our data. It's got no views on anything anymore um, and no follows or um, ratings. And we'd really actually built quite a few up. I was always so blown away. Humble, humble beginnings, mate. But I was like, whoa, we had heaps of followers. We had multiple five-star reviews. So, I mean, it's not about that, but it's just nice to be able to be um, back up there and have people connecting with us and, you know, knowing that they're listening and stuff. So, yeah, we're really excited for our new little little venture and our new platform. Yeah, and that will mean that we'll be on um, other platforms as well, which is really cool. So reaching a wider audience. So keep doing all those amazing shares and follows um, for us team and that'd be amazing so love it shall we start season two at two with our little new ritual of what's your absolutely yes and your absolutely not for the week that's been yeah. um, and you can take it away this week babes all right i've got an easy one um my friend Nikki and I who work together at school we have been working so hard behind the scenes for a talent show we um, are both artsy gals we love being on the stage we love a talent show we love watching people with talent so we were like right let's go kids if you're into it like get amongst let's have this amazing talent show and finally on Friday we um had them perform to the school and it went off so beautifully and it was so amazing and the kids were all so incredible and it was just like so cool to see all your hard work pay off so that was definitely like the 
major highlight of the week. Yeah. That's like and ultimate like job satisfaction and like rewarding and it would have just like lit you both up. I can just see it. Like that we is were so both cool. just like sitting in with like next to each other watching the acts from the side, just like giggling and like beaming, like, oh my god, they did it. We like that was so cute. We like love that performance and like oh it was just so cool. And Aww. all the kids were so amazing and supportive. So I think like all the hard work and sometimes oh is that a yawn about to escape my breath? Absolutely not, sis. Sorry about that. I just had to hold it back. <laughs> had to really push that one back. You bored of my own story. It's been a long 24 hours. <laughs> it sure has. Um, but yeah, it was just really cool to see it come together and just like see the kids. Like, I love when kids realise, oh my God, I just did that. Like, they almost want to give up and then they get through it and they're just like, I want to do that again. Like that elated feeling you get when someone claps for you. And applause, as oh. Lady Gaga might might have once said. Um, yeah, 100%. pretty amazing. It's this the best feeling, and like you know, we used to we grew up dancing, we were on stage, yeah. and now you don't really get that as an adult. Like you know, the only sort of adult dancing I'm going to get an applause is if I go down to bloody Hush Hush or what it's what's it called <laughs> Firecats, and I might get a clap and a, and a cheer there. But like as an adult, I mean, you can go into musical theatre like you've done, but. Mm. As a little kid, you've just, like, poured your heart and soul into, like, your yeah. passion. And what a cool feeling. That is in it. That's a great absolutely yes for the week. Yeah. Um, I could probably guess what your absolutely nots are. You might have <laughs> a few this week, but yeah, what would you yeah. say? Yeah, let's, let's just say it was definitely Matt getting COVID right before some really cool stuff for the potty. But that's okay. We reschedule. We rebuild. Yeah. And we will move on. So it's all good. So let's hear about Yay. your... Your highlights and your your low of the week, my friend. Yeah, you're absolutely, well, um, absolutely not. My absolutely yes would be um, I got to spend lunchtime. I had a lunch date with my beautiful sister on Wednesday, which was really nice. Um, so we went to pickles and ate some snacks and just got a chance to connect. I hadn't seen her since the launch, so it was really fun to chat about that and then chat about my birthday party coming up so that was really special um, and then I was out there this morning and got to see my two nephews so her two boys and just getting those like big like you know nephew cuddles and I hadn't seen them for a few weeks and it just like you know they they probably don't think of, of it as much but I'm just like oh my god like these little humans love me and I'm back in the you know back living 20 minutes down the road from them and I can just come and get these cuddles all the time so that really lifted my spirits this week um and my absolutely not I was actually really happy when I was thinking about this earlier in the shower I hashtag shower thoughts <laughs> and I was like you know I thought it was my tooth and I was like no that was last week and it's not even that sore anymore but I don't really think I've had a real absolutely not moment, which is really good for me. That's amazing. Um, yeah, the only thing I've thought of, <laughs> which I don't want to sound like a princess, but I was doing the housework today. I did a couple of hours housework, and our house is tiny, but, you know, i got to got to get a thorough job going in there. And here I am, like, cleaning the toilet. And for a moment I was like, God, cleaning the toilet just, like, really humbles you, right? You're just, like, on your hands <laughs> and knees, and you're like... I'm cleaning a toilet and I just really miss my cleaner that we used to have in London for our flat and here I am like it's only Sam and I it's fine but I was like man this I'm, I'm not really stoked to be doing this on a Saturday at like 3 p.m so that would probably be my absolutely <laughs> not um but yeah we, we used 
Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we do share the cleaning and stuff, but I thought today in the shower, you know, that was probably my only real shit moment that could come to mind. So I'm actually really grateful for that. (laughs) Yeah, a real shit, crappy, pooey time, you know what I mean? So I'm quite happy that my week hasn't been too rock bottom like it has for the previous few weeks. Celebrate those wins, eh, girl? Yay, yay, yay. Clicks for us because, I don't know know how many times... I'm going to be sorry I was going to say I don't know how many times I'm going to zoom in on the video of me yawning like 12 times through this not even because I'm tired but it's just a reflex anyway sorry it's to the viewers it's just a reflex isn't, isn't yawns um, like getting oxygen to the brain like has it actually got anything yeah. to do with being I thought tired? it had something to do with like energising you like I thought a yawn was kind of like your body's way of being like whoops like energy like boom oh, but I, I don't but I no I, I doubt what I have to say is true <laughs> Oh, some somebody out there is going to have to let us know what a yawn is actually for because oh my god like it hits eight o'clock at night and sammy's on the couch and bless him he's been up since like his first alarm's 10 to 4 and so it hits eight o'clock and he just has the biggest yawns ever i'm like darling i could just about jump in and go swimming in there like your yawn <laughs> it like takes over his entire head bless him you could do laps in it just yeah, but Stace used to play this game at school um, in class and she'd like make eyes with somebody and then pretend to do a fake yawn to see if that yawn and they would always yawn and it's a, it's a really fun game. I don't it's, know why we Yawns are that. contagious. Yawns are totally contagious. So, but yeah, I think, um, I think, yeah, like we said, it's been a big 24 hours. So like we're happy to be here, but just like, just a little jaded, aren't we babes? We, um, Very jaded, my darling. If this is, feels like it's been the longest day of history, like just being at home with Bo. I just realized I'm not a, like, I love being at home, but I don't like being stuck at home, like with nowhere to go. I hate that. And, um, yeah, yeah today felt very long, very, very long. Yeah. I think that's quite common for people and especially with the lockdowns like you know you're either somebody like a homebody and like you know don't have that sort of social aspect and don't make those plans for your weekends and stuff and you're quite happy to plot around at home and then there's those that you know have plans and do get out there and do something but it's still okay to be at home and I think Mm. for you having that sort of feeling of being trapped almost in a way like yeah. You know, it was during these COVID times, everyone would say like, oh, I'm stuck at home. And it's like, try and change that terminology to like, well, you're safe at home. Like other people don't have a home to be at during the pandemic. But now that the like depths of it have kind of passed and now it's like this stupid, weird variant that just keeps popping up. You actually do feel a bit sorry for yourself. You're like, really? Yeah, Are we absolutely. really back here? Are we really Can I really isolate? not go to work? Because honestly, I just really want to go to work. <laughs> Oh, I know, and that's the cool thing. You love your job. So, like, there's so many yes. people that, like, people were out there purposely trying to steal, uh, steal COVID. <laughs> Hi there, can I steal your COVID? <laughs> trying, yeah, to, trying to catch COVID just so that they could stay at home. But um, I think it's, like, a massive mental challenge as well for people isolating. So you just you just reach out to us if you need us, Dale, because you are at home with your little man and your big man and <laughs> trying to juggle ten, your big man, your big old man, trying to juggle 10,000 yeah. things. So you just Cheers, look after Gil. yourself. Yeah. Cheers, we've got this. United we stand. We do Divided we will not fall. We will not whatever fall, the, but... Whatever the song is. it. And if our back should ever be against the wall, we'll be together. What 
Raven is that song? Oh, I don't no. know that, but that sounded absolutely beautiful. And oh, yeah, so maybe ears. I'll just become a recording artist with all our new gear. I'll just sit here and sing. Maybe could, I can sing like. Um, Oh my god, okay, it's it's going to be annoying because I'm not going to be able to remember it, but I was looking for a headphone piece today before we were recording and I was getting so angry and I was like speaking to my father up in whatever space he lives in. I was like, Dad, uh, hurry up and help me find this piece for this headphone because Laura will be waiting. Come on, Faja. And then this fucking song came into my head. Oh, there's Sharon going to be like, don't bloody swear. Um, don't you swear. <laughs> this song came into my head that I literally haven't heard in forever. And now I'm not going to be able to remember it. But it had something to do with being oh. lost. So if it comes to me, I'll just start singing it again. But now it was one of those lost, songs that you're like. Lost in the heat of it all. Not oh, the no, Frank that's Ocean a great one. song. No. no, it's much older than that. It was like a, um, a 90s, maybe Frank early Ocean. 2000s. Yeah, that's, that is. Is it Frank Ocean? I was yeah. just trying to Add think. Out of my buttercream okay. silk shirt and it's Versace. Yeah. yeah, that's Frank Ocean. I love, I love um, that song. He, oh, it's when such you a good remember song. it, you have to, you'll have to share what it I'll was. I'll just bust it into either the podcast. I'm hoping I'll remember it by the end of this. But it was like, I was like looking for something and it was like, it definitely wasn't Nickelback, but it was something in that realm of type, that type of music. And I started this singing it and I was like, you remind <laughs> me of what I really am. Um, oh but no, gosh. it was in that realm of music and I was like, shit, I haven't heard that song in a while. So if it comes to me, oh. I'll be singing it for you. Isn't that um, just touching back on you? Yeah, like just vocalising out there to whatever universe or wherever your dad is. Do you do that often? Do you sort of say, um, yo, Scotty, help me out there? I'm such a little bitch. I only do it when I need help. So like, if I can't find something, I'm like, dad, please, this is so important. Like if there's anything, like, I'm like, so typical of like what I would have done in real life. Like ring, ring, dad, please, have you got any money? Like I'm, I'm like, I'm poor and I just need some money for McDonald's. Like that would have been me as a student. Dad, so I'm I've like, I'm literally, <laughs> yeah, help I'm me. just doing what I would have done in real life anyway. But no, I do it. Um, if like, I'm feeling really, really low, I'll have a chat to him. Or if something really exciting's happened, I might have a chat to him. Otherwise I just kind of have chats when I'm like, dad, use your superpowers, please. You know, you're not in the spiritual yeah. realm to fuck around. Like, yeah, that is so true. And I think it's, um, really important for us to just be able to talk about that stuff as well because you know as people know out there it's um you know we talk about grief a lot but I think we almost need to talk about it more because you know we go through our episodes Mm. and we're just having such a good time and a laugh and we try not to bring you know it down and and into it to a sad low place and again I still feel that feeling of like attention seeking when I talk about it even though this is what we've created but um, I think for season two, we're going to really try and intertwine that and for us to be able to keep their name alive as well, um, which is something Courtney mentioned um, in the grief episode in season one. So um, just sharing that totally. throughout um, the episodes and sharing our experiences and our little our little things that we do to try and, you know, connect with them or keep them around. So um, speaking with Scotty, and did he help you find the headphone thing that you needed or...? Well, he must have, because I found it, and it was in a silly place, but I found it. Oh, my God. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I was like to Matt, have you seen this headphone cord? He's like, nah. And I was like, I actually remember seeing it today and thinking, sort it out, quartz, sort it out, because you're going to need to grab it, um, and otherwise you're not going to be able to record. And then I was talking to Matt, he's like, no, I haven't seen it. And I looked everywhere, and I was on the floor, like, looking at the couch. I was like, come on, Dad, uh, like, sort it out. 
And then I was like, oh, I'll just look in the Duplo box. Just like, I'll just, I mean, what would the chances be it's in the toy yeah. box? And it was just sitting on top of the toy box. So I was like, boom. Wow, and I feel like that song came to you for a Absolutely. reason. It probably was all intertwined. Yeah, oh my God, I really want to remember what it is. It was something about like, being lost or be can't be like can't find you or something i don't know honestly i'll play it at the end if i remember when i wake up at 3 a.m yeah and i remember i'll just jump on and record it at the end of the podcast. yeah yeah yeah. or just jump on and do a live and see if anyone joins you at 3 a.m yeah yes but um it's cool because it's actually dad's birthday tomorrow it would be his birthday tomorrow so um yeah so it's always kind of like good and good timing with daffodil day for the cancer society and then also with father's day on the other side of course so it kind of is like within that little umbrella yeah. yeah so we would usually be catching up we always as a family mum me Matt um, my sister and her husband and Bo would always catch up and do lunch somewhere or like a big breakfast because dad loved a big breakfast oh. he had a whole full-on scale rating for how good a big breakfast should oh my be. god I'm gonna have um, to hear what, so, what was Scotty's big breakfast on a plate oh, run me through it so he had like absolutely 10 out of 10 had to have a warmed plate like you can't show up with a big breakfast on a cold plate a warmed plate would have scored you big bad boy points um from memory he loved a sausage it needed to be some type of cranksky some type of sausage with bacon as well and he usually i feel like i feel like he didn't mind the old middle bacon he wasn't too but he would love a good streaky or a thick chunky he wasn't hitting up around when Um, it came to the bacon eh he's not going to come around with some Oh, no mucking around on the meat. I mean, he used to be a butcher way, way back, so like did. he ain't mucking around on the meat. Yeah. Wow. He made a mean as um, creamy mushrooms too, so he, could, he quite was quite. He was one of those people that would like. He was so funny because he was being serious, but he would also be so jokey. He'd be like, he'd be at the restaurant, he'd be like, mmm, mmm, oh. Not quite enough, not quite enough herbs in that one, or oh, it could be, yeah, mm, yeah, it could be a bit tomato, yeah. You oh, know, like he was so why can I, like I that. I can actually so, yeah. picture him doing that, and I never obviously had a meal or went out. I know. But I can, I can just see him I doing know. it now, taking <laughs> the piss, pretending that it's not up to standard, and being like, mm, you're lacking the herbs there, but more salt and pepper, please. <laughs> Yeah, and he'd, he'd be like, oh, if this was me, if this was me and I was going to do this, this is what I would do. And we're like, yeah, all right. That is Too right, mate. So there you go. Um, so it is very disappointing that we can't go out and spend time with our family oh, tomorrow because that would be our usual thing. Um, but we can postpone. Yeah. We can do it another time. Yeah. And everything will be fine. But yeah, so that's oh, usually damn. our little ritual yeah. that we do. And someone at school said oh is that like is it usually a hard day for you and I said honestly it's not because we know what we're meeting for but we don't get there and like open up the book and go right today we're here to discuss the life and lovings of Scott uh Philip Morris Williams you know like that's not this big serious thing like we're just getting together because it's dad's birthday and we want to celebrate and it's not a lot of talking about dad we might do a cheers or like happy birthday dad or whatever and then be do- like a little bit with like your family yeah. like you guys don't really talk no about stuff on those special occasions but you're there together and it's like the feeling of being together that's more important yes. I think that's a bit more like what our purpose is and how it feels but usually when it gets to the end of the night I'll have like a little cry in bed or I'll be watching a video or I'll be yeah. like a little bit more sensitive than usual For sure um but yeah so that's a bit disappointing but I think I've learned to like just it does not necessarily, it doesn't have to be that day, as long as we do it at some point, yeah, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. And it's, um, that. how did you feel with that person asking you that question? Like, that's actually nice that someone 
wanted to connect and ask about oh, it. Oh, it was so nice. Yeah. Yeah, because she was like, any big plans this weekend? And I said, oh, not really. I said, it's actually a really quiet one, thank God. We've had a really busy few weeks, like thinking about the launch party. And then um, I said, oh, but it's my dad's birthday on the weekend. And this was prior, obviously, to knowing that Matt had COVID. And she was like, oh, is that a bit of a hard day for you guys? And I was like, that's really like, and it was with real beautiful compassion in her voice. Like when she asked, it was a real soft, loving, kind of like um, warm question. Yeah. Yeah, it was so sensitive. And I was like, oh, actually. And so I kind of was like, nah, actually on reflection, it's not really. Like I hadn't really thought about yeah. it. Um, and we had a bit of a chat and I was like, I'll probably be a bit sad later. But I said, we don't really talk about it. We do a bit of a cheers and we have a laugh and a chat and a catch up. Yeah, and that's just that's it. That's really. So um, yeah, it was a really nice. Yeah. Because I think if if it was me, if someone said, oh, it was my dad's birthday, I might have just gone, oh. Like yeah. I'm so awkward. I don't know what to do. And a bit like, so it's actually nice to be like, oh, is that a bit of a tricky one for your whanau on that yeah. day? Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, It was actually a really nice question, and it made me think. Yeah, and it makes you think, and it's just nice that you've, you know, you've either got that rapport or whatever, but you give off such a welcoming, open vibe that people feel they could just say that and be like, oh, is that a hard day? So that's really cool that that person felt that. Mm, I hope so. Yeah, like you've given them... Yeah, how would you feel, like, if someone asked you that? Like, would you feel good, I guess, if if someone felt open enough to ask? I love it. Like, I welcome any questions around how I deal with grief, how I feel around important dates, only because I, like, want to educate at the same time, and I, like... Um, yeah, so like I've had a few people ask about the podcast and I'm really confident to say that, you know, my friend and I have connected over, um, unfortunately we both lost parents and a few people will just say, oh yeah, and then kind of cont- let you continue. But I've, I've, I had the other day a work colleague go, oh wow, Laura, I'm so sorry to hear that. And it took me by surprise. I was like, oh, thank you. Mm. That's, yeah, that is really nice because I don't know, I was saying to Sam the other day, I feel like I, um, because, and and you're the same, because we are so open and we still talk with, like, a positive energy and, like, it fucking sucks, we've lost our parents, but we are open to talk about it, so I feel like people mustn't assume that, like, I'm sad or something, so for... yeah, or almost that you're really comfortable to talk about it, so there's no need to dive any further, like, no need to feel, like to like add that extra layer of care yeah, in the conversation. Yeah, you're exactly right. So when this person, yeah, actually said, well, Laura, I'm so sorry, I then I answer still in a positive way. I'm like, oh, my God, thank you. That's really nice for you to acknowledge that. And then I continued on. So um, I, I really, really appreciated that. And um, I think if people are just, you know, just think about how if you were in that position and if you'd want somebody to acknowledge it and a lot of people don't want to talk about death I you know we I've had a few people say oh you know lots of people wouldn't have that bravery or whatever to go on a public platform and discuss their deepest darkest emotions and you know I'm very open with my mental illness and and all the grief stuff around it um but some people yeah are the complete opposite and don't want to talk about grief so you just have to really sort of gauge it case by case really would you agree yeah, I almost feel like I almost feel like it's easier to jump on a podcast and talk about our deepest, darkest feelings because it's like with your friend and yes, it's being recorded and you know that people are hearing it, but you're not seeing the faces yeah. of those that are hearing it. So it feels that detachment of feeling like you have to be 
really, really um, responsive to their feelings yeah. about it, if that makes sense. Like I can tell people how I feel, about how I'm feeling and I can relate to you and we can share in that feeling without the concern of like how someone else is going to receive it yeah. because they're behind a screen hearing it. And um, we hear from the people that really get touched by what we speak about. Like in the weekend, we had a lovely, lovely message from someone who listened to our grief podcast only now and it was recorded back like two oh. or three months ago um and it was a beautiful chat and I think we both responded to her separately um and one of the things we talked about was in her loss and in my loss as well that we actually still don't really feel like we know how to respond to someone else's grief like I can sit here and tell you what I think is nice or what I think would be cool to hear but I still don't yeah. know what to say in somebody else's and I think that's just a natural thing for lots of people depending on um, just how you are as a person or the way that you've experienced grief in your life or like how you've seen other people do it it's just it can just yeah. be really awkward um, and I've ha- I have to work really hard to yeah. not be awkward about it and that's again it. like I just feel like I'm a listener listening to you and your experiences and it is so refreshing for people out there to hear that yeah we might have all the words and chatty chatty Cathy's but again we, we don't know what to say and I've had friends close to me lose people since mum and I just know that there's actually nothing you can say to make it better and you don't need to fix it, mm-hmm. we know that, but you offer words of comfort but you almost just feel like a dick because you know they're not doing anything. So that's where the gestures yeah. come in. You, Yeah, I think that's it as well. Eh? Like you know that the words that people are giving with such kindness and with such good intent, you know they actually aren't doing anything because nothing can help you really when you're in your deepest grief other than your yeah. own mental like image of the world or like how you but how you're going to choose to cope with it so yeah that's totally what it is I think it's that no matter what someone says to you with with whatever intent your grief just blocks it like a shield regardless but it's still nice that people reach out it almost like rebounds off and you you read the message your your heart feels warm and you you feel a little less alone but you're still hurt you know and and these words aren't meant to cure us but um I wish I knew better ways to help people um, but I'm more just big on, on the gestures, um, you know, taking that time to reach out to people and do those messaging. And we've just been blown away with the amount of people that have actually said, wow, like, thank you for that episode. Even the friendship episode, like just sending a 30 second text or a, a voice note of, hey, just wanted to wish you a happy Friday. Hope you've mm. been well. Like it goes such a long way. And I'm, I'm voice noting so many, like so many more of my friends now that they've, they've just started voice noting. And it's so much easier, nice. but I don't want to get carried away because I had, I just wanted to touch back on two things on, on around your dad's birthday. How do you feel? Um, yes, go for it. How do you feel leading up to tomorrow? How have you felt leading up to the day? Do you get any, any like, um, do you get any signals from your body? Do you get your mental, does your mental health dip? Do you I don't know, get excited, do you feel joyful, do you feel sad, do you feel pissed off, like is there anything that's like a repeated pattern, because it's what, coming up is 8th <clears throat> birthday would I say, 7th birthday? Yeah, yeah I think it's, uh, yeah I think it's 8 years yeah. maybe, 7, 8, yeah around that number, um, I think we've spoken about it before in the sense that I'm really unaware of my body's, like I'm not very intuitive mm. with my body and my mind in the way that you might be, you know sometimes you'll be like, um, I realized this was happening then I was like oh that's why I did this 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 and this I'm not very good at that so it's not until like someone yeah. might ask me like you are now 
um, how do you get around that time? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So I actually, I, I probably can't tell you right now. I don't really think that I physically um, am aware of anything that I'm doing. Like, I know I've been so busy yeah. doing lots of things this month. Um, and I know like with Daffodil Day and stuff, like I try to block a lot of like relating it to my dad because they talk about Daffodil Day lots at school and I don't want to get emotional yeah. around the kids. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I think I do a yeah. lot of blocking. Um, but not necessarily aware of the things that I'm doing. But I know that if I went to like a specialist, like a flintlock or whatever, and they were like, you know, what are you, why, like, why are you feeling tense here? Or why is your body, or like, why yeah. are you releasing so much um, anxiety or tears? It would probably be related to something like that. But yeah, I'm, I'm really bad because I'm not very intuitive about my body. And like my, I know that things are happening, but yeah, I'm not aware yeah, of them. Yeah, it's just sense. that disconnect perhaps between the mind, the body and the soul. And that's okay. Yeah. That's all part of the journey. And if you weren't, heavily that way inclined before Scotty passing you know it's not necessarily means Mm. the other side you've got to start being all woo woo and like you know doing your breath work and getting into the body and stuff and if that's on your journey and it comes up down the path then it might help but um I feel like you are just as I always keep harping on about just so good at multitasking and juggling 10,000 things and that's probably (laughs) your form of grieving do you know what I mean like yeah I think that I keep myself busy no time to stop and think about it you know um and there's been a few times over the last three-ish months that I've been like I'm gonna have a mental breakdown I reckon soon like this is a lot (laughs) like I literally stop myself and I'm like far out I'm not gonna be surprised if you just lose the fucking plot any moment now because you just do so many things and like my mum went to a psychic she goes oh yeah carry on sorry Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say, mum went to a psychic and she does quite a lot. But um, one of the things they said is that I need to stop saying yes, I'm pretty sure. Like, I say yes a lot. Um, and it's very true. Like, I say yes to lots of opportunities and lots of things, like with celebrant jobs and with the doing work at school. Like, someone will be like, well, why did you take that extra job on? Because I'm like, because I like doing that. Or, like, keeps me busy. Or, like, <laughs> part of my controlling nature is like, I can do that really well, so yeah. I'll do it, you know? Um, but there's so much ma- yeah. there. there's so much beauty in that as well here I am trying to see my positive side but like there's so much beauty and like a that you're so self-aware and that you can actually identify hey courts your wheels might fall off soon like that speaks volumes because so many mm. women and so many of us I'm guilty of it we go through life and we just suppress 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 or numb 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 and that doesn't need to be with drugs and alcohol that can be with food social media reality tv sex like going out and, and, you know, spending money on stupid stuff and the fact that you're like, wow, okay, I'm feeling overwhelmed, this could happen, you're already taking that accountability in a way, if that makes sense. Um, mm. And the fact that, yeah. You're, yeah, you're just, you're, you're approachable and helpful and always willing to take on a challenge, like, hello, <laughs> that's just, that's you in a nutshell in all aspects of your life. So it's like, <laughs> see see the beauty in that too, babes, which I know you do, but it's like, don't let it, um, don't let it overwhelm you as well, which is so easy to do these days, you know? So easy to do, but thanks. It's very encouraging. Yeah, and I wanted to ask as well. Um, so you've said like, yeah, you've got Daffodil Day. When is Daffodil Day? Is it the? So Daffodil Day was just the Friday gone. Was it? So um, it's I think it's the last Friday was of that August. The 20... Usually, six, I yeah, think the last. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's not like a date set. I think it's like the last whatever for the last Friday. Oh, as of I August see. So day. having those like because we all know old Debbie Downer over here 
moaned on about every year I'm going to have like mum's death day, which I hate, her birthday, and then Mother's Day. And I, I'm at this stage of my journey mm. in grieving, I just don't like that triple whammy at all. Um, for you, you spoke positively saying that, you know, you've got the umbrella of having Daffodil Day, Dad's Day, his birthday, and um, was it Father's Day? So mm. do you feel, um, yeah. how do you feel around that? Are you happy that it's kind of like tripled together in a way to get it out the way? Or is it just like a nice, um, you know, the essence of sort of remembering him is kind of around the same time? Like, how do you feel about those three significant days? Yeah, I think so. I think probably, I think probably more so what you said in the second part about like the essence of like the three meaning, like obviously dad passed of cancer, um, well, he had like a melanoma and then tumours and then his actual like passing was due to like pneumonia or something on his actual death certificate. Yeah. But yeah, like he, he had cancer. And then um, obviously it's his birthday on the 28th and then the 3rd is September, uh, or 3rd of September is Father's Day, I believe. I'm really the bad fourth, at dates. The 4th, yeah. But yeah, so there's like, it's, oh, there you go. 4th, whatever. the 4th be <laughs> One was of the in. numbers. Um, so they're kind of all... Yeah, there you go. Um, they all kind of go together. And yeah, I, you know, I think when I reflect, I'm obviously a lot further down my journey than where you're at at the moment. And so um, honestly, if I was really busy, I probably wouldn't even stop and think about it, to be honest, sometimes. It just kind of gets away on you. However, I do like that it's kind of in the middle of the year with his birthday and then he obviously passed on Christmas. So it's yeah. kind of like a good like mm, like middle of the year to like remember and enjoy and like think about him and you know talk about him a bit more in that middle of the year when it's around his birthday and then have a good gap and then it's Christmas time when we lost him as yeah. well so it's like it feels like all aspects of the it's like every six months we have a good chance to be like thankful remember remind yeah. like purposeful efforts to try and talk about him and stuff like that yeah. so yeah um but I'm definitely not I don't know like I've been thinking about our grief journeys a lot since we've stopped recording just to sort of reflect on where I'm at and where you're at and I definitely feel like they say you know there's the five stages of grief or whatever and then um I saw this really interesting Instagram post the other day saying that actually that was all misinterpreted yeah, it and it's a complete load of shit. it's made people feel like yeah it's all misinterpreted from what the actual meaning was and that actually it makes people feel like they have to stage by stage go through a, ser a series of grief stages like oh okay well I'm here at this destination so I know next part of my destination yeah. is going to be this um and so like I definitely have reflected and been like you know I'm I'm definitely can get through every day pretty easily it's only very minimal that I have those really difficult days and usually it's just a big outburst of tears and overwhelm a cry a talk to him and then I'm good to go again yeah um, yeah so I definitely feel like it. Def it's not that it's gotten better and that I'm cured of grief like the grief is always going to be sure. there but it definitely sits in smaller pockets now and doesn't rear its head as often and I'm very grateful for that because I feel like I can move through my life a little bit easier yeah. um, and know that actually oh gosh I've gone through seven years now and it's gone so fast wow. seven years feels like really? a year really that's um, incredible but like I can get through my yeah it just feels crazy how it was just like it honestly feels like just the other day it's just mental wow. but yeah it's just really bizarre I don't know if I articulated it very well but yeah beautiful. it's just like it's so nice to go yeah. okay this is yeah this isn't happening as often anymore the pockets of grief are getting smaller and smaller I still feel it I still miss him but it's not impacting my 
day-to-day life as much at the moment and who knows something might happen in my life where it comes back and does do that but at least I will be in some way aware of what I'm going through or have seen before in myself from the grief of that I love that so much and that's like very like promising for me old little old sad Sally over here who you know is but as I speak I'm really mindful that you are in a different space and um, that for you it's been really difficult but like it's okay because it's very fresh two years is nothing and I think that people Um, and obviously the situation that you're in in your life yeah and like people do forget with like moving home and stuff yeah it's like oh it's you know been two and a half years you know people don't say you should be over it but you almost expect it so if I'm having a shit day and I mention to somebody you know I still don't have that confidence to be like I'm I feel really sad about my mum today because you can kind of feel that sadness for up to six months perhaps but then I feel like there's also also some weird like unspoken expiration on it and that people don't quite get it that just yeah. because your life's going on mine's been like for me I've, I'm stuck like I'm in the grief and it's really really shit but it's how I move through that and sort of get through and it's really promising to hear um, and I know I've got so many people that have said uh, over time it'll get there and I'm sure that it will um, and it's so case by case and individualized because for you it's your seven years have flown by mm. and you said it feels like yesterday um, and for me, I feel like it's, you know, it's only two and a half years. I feel like that's been 2000 years because I wasn't in yeah. New Zealand for five years. And the last time I saw mum was June, 2019. And then she no 2018 so I don't even see her for the entire 2019 and I remember the last time you know that I saw her and it was me leaving to go back to London and she gave me the biggest hug in the driveway at her house and she gave Sam the biggest hug and he still tears up like reflecting on that moment because she just like squeezed his arms and like asked him to look after me and he like promised her so even this was years before she, like a year or so before she passed but it was such a like special interaction with those two and that was only really the second or third time that he'd met her as well um so for me because I hadn't had mm. those fresh memories with mum for five years and sometimes mm. when I did come back to New Zealand for a holiday she was really 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 unwell so there was a lot of tainted memories um and so we'd sort of rebuilt our, our relationship via, you know, Skype and video call and messaging and stuff and became extremely close. And we were, yeah, when she passed, we were pretty much besties messaging every day. I'd tell her absolutely everything. Um, and so it makes me sad to think that she died February 16th, 2020. The further, like every day that is passing by is a day further that I got to have her alive and that's the it's just longer and longer of how I can't articulate it it's um that's a long time since that person was alive and it's a really long time that I've mm. had a text message from her and people go oh you know it'll get better with time or whatever but it's like that's a long fucking time that we haven't had to get that person alive does that make sense yeah and I think eventually like as you're speaking I'm getting upset because I think about the fact that like eventually 
they will be gone longer than yeah. we knew them. Yes, that's that cuts to the core. Like, there's going to be a time where it's like, oh, that was how many years ago? Thirty years ago? Like, you know, Mum died when I was twenty-eight. You know, and I'm going to reach like fifty and be like, oh, okay, cool. Like, I've I've been alive longer without Mum than I was with her. Or I can't do the math. Sorry, team. But it's like, yeah, and that that's, sucks. That's sad. That's really dumb. And yeah. I'm just still in this really weird space of, like, I'm doing way better at grieving old Laura. Like, I've really learned to detach from that and starting to, like, fall, fall in love with this version of Laura because this one is sad and a little bit more sensitive. People say that death makes you stronger. It does not. It makes you way more sensitive. So Absolutely not. Yeah. It makes you probably a bit more... Um, I don't know, yeah, like sensitive, but also probably better at putting up um, walls and things to make it look like For we're sure. stronger. It, it definitely instills and teaches you a lot more resilience and and being a bit more robust. And, you know, you, you hear... What's I love that? that word. <laughs> robust. robust. I really love that word. Robust. Robust. Robitussin. No, robust. It's very robust. Um, but yeah, you just you just learn to. But like, I would hear things of like, oh yeah, you know, um, oh yeah, they lost. She lost her mother, and oh, but she's just done great things since then. She's done this. She's done that. It's like, I didn't need somebody to die in order to have to get better. I was doing. I was. I was a great person. Yeah. When they were here, I didn't need a significant event like this to go and make me better. Like, you just have to. Yeah, no thanks, I didn't sign yeah, up for that. Yeah, absolutely not. And so here I am now, yeah, like you say, back in New Zealand, and I've detached from the, oh, my God, I'm grieving 2018, Laura. She was so cool. Like, I've worked through that. But now for me, it's holy shit. Like, I'm home, and it's house chat. It's baby chat. It's marriage chat. It's, oh, my God, I need mum to help me with my plants. It's a whole new chapter in your book, isn't it? Like, it's a completely different yeah. chapter in the story. And I think, um, like, what you're saying, it makes so much sense why, like, grief has been really hard on you, though, because you're not just grieving your mum, you're grieving a person that you were before that all happened to. Yeah. So that's, like, two yeah. losses, right? So it's And then heavy. it's, like, it's massively grieving heavy. this little life in my head of what it would be like now that I'm home. And I often walk around this little house, like, mm. you know... Mum would have been here literally every weekend, like helping clean the windows, teaching me how to cook a proper roast, like teaching me how to sew. Lighting a few candles. Candles would be going for coffee, but then I do have to remember, you know, we do romanticise those that have passed. So it's like, okay, Laura, remember the realities. And she let you down numerous times because of her mental illness, because she wasn't well and in control. So I do try and like that stuff sort of grounds me again. And my sister's really good at reminding me of that. And we do it with the utmost respect and love for mum, but we do have to just have those moments of, okay, you know, this probably would have happened or that probably would have happened. But for me, there's days where I'm just like, man, this really sucks. And it just cuts to your core. And I'm like, I want to have mum over for dinner and hang out with me and Sam so she can see this incredible Mm. man that loves me and that I love him. And all she wanted was, my baby's going to come home one day. She's going to bring, like, bring a boy or meet a boy and I'm going to get her a cute little house and she'll have a nice car and it'll be so nice to have her back in the country and 
I swear that was literally mum's like wish. Like I just Who just want my dream. baby back and it just cuts me because hello there mum I'm back and you're not here yet you used to live 30 minutes down the road also the place that you died so my brain just still can't quite figure that out and I've released the pressure of trying to figure it out and comprehend it and just quickly touching back on the five stages of grief I think it's really important to talk about that because it's a load of shit and um, the book I've been given from my friend Kaya um, called It's Okay Not To Be Okay I touched on it in the grief episode in season one but if you're not hitting those five five stages like you said you feel like you've failed so grief you know society has just Mm. explained grief that you have to get through it get through it and get out the other side and then you can carry on living a happy life no 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 there are so many different stages to grief so I've had people be like oh I think you're in the angry stage and I just bite my tongue I don't even I don't even react or respond to it because I'm like if you've, been, if, if, if you've lost a mum as well to mental illness, then we can talk. But if you haven't, then I don't know if we can really talk about my feelings and how I'm feeling and what my lens is today because how I feel about losing my mum to that situation is completely different to how Courtney feels about losing her dad to cancer. Like, yes, we can relate at a surface mm. level. Like, man, is your heart heavy? Are you sore? Like, this sucks. How badly do we miss them? But... You have all Mm -hmm. different sorts of memories about them, um, thoughts, feelings, times we were angry at them, that no one's ever going to feel that or experience that except you and and that relationship you had. So I think it's really important. And they mentioned in the book that um, the professor that created these five stages originally created these for people dealing with terminal illness, for example, your father. So this was a... um, a uh, system sort of put in place to help people navigate if you've been given a terminal illness then it somehow in amongst the ecosystem of psychology got adapted to grief and death and so that then just got rolled out in how many universities over the uh, across the globe and then that was every psychologist's and lecturer's practice on how to get through grief and that professor that originally created these five stages later came out and said she regretted everything and she wished that it had never been brought out and that if she could have taken it back she would have because that's that should never have been applied to somebody Mm. that's lost somebody so for anyone out there that has lost somebody don't think that you are at the bargaining stage now and oh no now I'm feeling sad and then okay I've really got to try and get through to acceptance like that's the that's the finish line and then I'm going to have enlightenment for the rest of my life no 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 do you just do you and feel what you need to feel and I actually feel like as you're speaking it really speaks volumes to um kind of our mental health crisis we have in New Zealand because if people are using that kind of model of um I guess dealing with somebody's grief then they're expecting that it's going to be better and it's such an unrealistic expectation because they're going to go well I'm failing like you said I'm never going to get better I'm just stuck feeling like this all the time and that thus the cycle of the mental illness and the mental um breakdowns I guess of terms of like not not being able to reach out for help or not feeling like you're good enough or whatever it's yeah it's um it's not it's no it's good. good but yeah I am um, it's so funny because it's funny because we, we actually were not going to chat this today were we but it's really beautifully naturally grown into this kind of discussion and I've really appreciated it because I feel like it's been really 
good to chat again and go it's over just, it again because like yeah therapeutic I, for us um, both as that, well I think it's you know when these mm. these conversations come up and even though we are through a computer we can just still love and connect with each other because we just are the best you know I know where's the best and just really quickly touching on that person that message just in our dms as well they'd lost someone but in a completely different realm to how we've lost people before um and we discussed uh how very much that like it doesn't matter if their loss um is different to ours like obviously we will feel grief at the same like we're going to grieve that's regardless it's the layers of grief and like this the steps that you might walk through on your path um and like the type of yearning and longing for someone obviously is very different um depending if it's a mother a father a child um a partner like but yeah you can all sort of relate on that sense of like we have lost someone our hearts hurt like you said but it doesn't have to be the same kind of grief it doesn't have to be the same story we can all be like hey we've sat in that feeling and it's yuck and it hurts and I hope that you can find you know those lovely pockets of happiness for sure for Sometimes. sure. And just a quick note, I um yeah. I wouldn't call it absolutely yes or an absolutely not, but I did have my first grief therapy grief therapy on Friday yes. um, with a psychologist and it was interesting. It was very interesting. Um, but straight away he dived into the five stages and I just sat there and I was like, How typical, like Western, you know, modern, whatever a practice this it well not modern, sorry, traditional practice and he got out his and was he a bit of an older guy he was an as well? Older guy. So like probably quite traditional in terms of like maybe not updated, yeah. not updated in his research at maybe all. like maybe not keeping at up to all. date. And I like touched on me, you know, I, one job I did in the in the UK was caring for the elderly, and as I said it, I thought, oh shit, like he is classed as elderly, like you know, I just felt weird and. <laughs> used yeah. to kind of people I used to look at sort to of serve. like because I haven't even talked to you but we'll park it for now because I don't want to ramble on but I had a um a Reiki healing on Tuesday at the House of Light yeah so oh, it was I such guess. a contrast because I had cool. that and honestly I gained so much out of that it's my second healing at this place and the lady that takes it is incredible she's like an angel from above I really want yeah, to do Yeah, they one. are incredible. And so everything that I got out of that, the contrast of then me walking into this white, stale room with this old, sorry, old, old funny daddy <laughs> psychologist, bless his soul. But <laughs> I, he starts talking about cognitive behavioral therapy and um, all of the five stages. And he, he really got to know me, which was great. But yeah, he, he asked some interesting questions. So I think my little control freaky mind is kind of thinking, okay, I might not get out of this what I actually need for my grief depression, but I'm actually going to learn along the way of what CBT is because I haven't done cognitive behavioral therapy before. Um, And I just be, it's, I'm more intrigued as to how they are um, helping others. And because Mm. I'm at a place where I've got all my holistic and alternative um, methods on how to heal, um, and I, I, I obviously turned to going to a psychologist because I was really bloody bad a few weeks back. Um, and now I'm kind of in a, a good place. And after my healing, got a lot of bloody work to do. Holy crap. But it's like such a different way of, um, yeah, of health and well-being, right? So um, just everyone yes. out there, do not live by the five dirty stages because they suck. We hate them. 
<laughs> and mic drop. No, but very proud of you for still um, choosing to go, even though it's really probably not what you expected or mm. maybe need to get from it at this stage. Like, it'd be super easy to go, absolutely yeah. not, sis, that is not for me. I'm not wasting my yeah. time. But, like, quite cool to go, this isn't really yeah. this stale white room with yeah. this you know, potentially stale yeah. white man, it's not really for yeah. me, but like good for you for like going through it and checking what, it, you might walk out with some really great tips well, at the end or you might go, hey, that's that was the thing, Isn't it funny how the, the mind works? I, I met him and within that first 30 seconds, I was like, this isn't absolutely not for me, but I, I'm still very open and receptive and warm and, and kind <laughs> and we had our full hour chat and I kind of already made that narrative in my head of, well, you're not going to get anything out of this. And then I got in the car and I'm, I'm learning to like be like, Laura, stop. You actually might walk out of here with what he wants to give you as a grief toolkit to then be your own therapist is how he presented it to me, mm. which was quite nice. So I'd be, yeah, just a little bit more like, okay, give it some time. But um, at the same time, I'm going to use it as like a learning opportunity and like educate myself as well. So I'll keep everybody posted on how I go with that. Um, so yeah, we're... Yeah, looking forward to that. We're forever grieving, we're forever thriving, we're forever barely surviving. Am I right, doll? Oh, nail on the head there, doll. It's 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 a nail on the head. Do you think we um, have got any time for uh, one or two absolutely, absolutely nots? My girl, there is always, there is always time, time for an absolutely, absolutely not. Throw it at me because I'm we ready. are working I'm remotely. Ready. I have got no idea how long our episode is so far. Oh, would you like me to tell you what yes. time we're at? We are at fifty-six minutes, girlfriend. We are we are about twenty-five minutes Whoa, ahead of schedule. Who, who, bloody who! <laughs> All right then, I will just get this out of the magic box. Jokes. It's just written on a piece of paper. Oh, that <laughs> ASMR. <laughs> That ASMR oh, you just yes. presented us with was delightful. All the paper lovers out there. Um, <laughs> okay. Do all your coat hangers in your wardrobe have to be facing the same way? Three, two, one. Absolutely. Oh, wait. <laughs> Sorry. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is hard. We're kind of lip reading each other. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, no, but also the reason is is because I've got a funny like coat hanger bar that's not a round like cylinder bar. It's like a one that it can only hang from one oh. way anyway. But if I did have a bar where I could choose, where I could choose which way, I would definitely want them hanging all the same all way. All the really same way for sure. And, and then elaborating on that, do all your coat hangers have... Oh, can I guess what you're going to say? Do they all do have they to look the same? Match? Yeah, 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 they do. Um, there are a few in our wardrobe that don't, and it grinds me, so I try and throw them out, and then they end up back in there. But I'd rather have all black. Ideally, I'd love an all black velvety. Oh, I don't know about um, the velvet ones. Like they the freak hanger. me out a, a little bloody bit. bloody velvety hanger would be for me. Well, because they grip, but they grip the clothes. Like all my satiny, silky mm. stuff, it grips it nicely, whereas a plastic or a wood, it just slides really, right off. So that's why I would go I, for a velvety I'm type. I'm quite a hard... Hard, but I don't have those, I've um, just got plastic. Hard, sturdy, wood type of gal. I really like a hard, sturdy piece of wood nice. for a coat hanger. So <laughs> that's how. <laughs> that's for a coat hanger. Coat hanger chat. Um, so that's an absolutely from us. Um, do you, yes. if you bought something, do you read the instructions or nah? 
no. Oh, oh, absolutely not. When we got these um, new microphones that if you're watching on a video you might see here, I just ripped it out and was like throwing it together. And then I'm like, um, excuse me, why is this yeah. not working? And I know the fuck why it's not working, but I will not allow myself. Like you and I did our first recording the other day and you had the smarts to pull out the book, do some manual reading. I just sat there going, it's just not working. This is really annoying me. It's really, really frustrating. And you're actually going, well, let's just flip through the book, doll. Let's have a look and read what's supposed to, what like, supposed to do. Do you know what's so funny is I'm just not that girl. I'm not an instruction girl at all. I picked that up because I had no other way to offer any help. And I just opened up a random page. The first page was in French, the second page Italian, and then I found English. And I was like, maybe we just, I don't know, just give that a, a go. But honestly, like... I do not. Give that a Sam whirl. is very much a read the instructions man, and I'm very much the opposite. So, I'm the kind of gal that will be building furniture, and I will realise that I've put the drawer in upside down way too late, and then I'm like, I have to undo all of that shit when I could have just read that if went yeah. into A. But Absolutely if that not. was me and it was an Absolutely upside not. down drawer, I'd just be like, Sammy, honestly, I re- I can't, I can't do it. Can you do it and I'll buy you a beer? <laughs> I'm just going to live with the upside yeah. down drawer. I'm just going to have one drawer that's completely yeah, unusable literally. because it's just, it's too, just much. too much. <laughs> um, okay, this is a real gross one, but I, I absolutely do it. Um, if you've oh. been for a workout and you're sweaty, instead of washing your hair, just blow dry the sweat out a little bit. Absolute, absolutely. absolutely. Okay, good. Because I Absol- had a few absolutely. friends yeah, that um, yeah. it's an absolutely not from them. And I'm like, what do you mean? If you're a bit sweaty, you get the hair dry and get a bit of dry shampoo and you just like, you know, poof it up a little bit and you're good to go, you know? But also, um, what I would retaliate with, or with my rebuttal to that rebuttal <laughs> would be, um, excuse me, hun. The fact that you're trying to wash your hair every day is absolutely not okay. I would much rather have a little bit of greasy, mm. puffy, a bit more of texture to my hair than trying to wash it every day. Are you kidding me? You're trying to train your hair to dislike you exactly. as a person. You have no to just blow dry the sweat out. It's just a bit of your body yeah, oils. Yeah, it's just it's, it's our natural. What are they called? Pheromones. I hate that word. Is that what it's called? <laughs> yucky, it's yucky word. Yucky word. Okay, and last one. I don't, I don't like that one. It's a yucky like one. Um, the last one, if you've got some washing out on the washing line and then it rains and do come home and get it in wet or do you leave it out there just for another round of air drying the next day? Um, that is an absolutely leave it out there for another day and then it ends up being a week and then it ends up being a month and then I have to rewash it all again anyway. So, yeah. It's an absolutely don't do the it's right don't thing. Don't do the to right me. thing. Don't read the instructions. <laughs> do put your coat hangers in the right way and definitely blow dry your sweat out. I think we're probably aligned on all of those. But leave your what leave your washing outside to really um, you know, have a go against the elements for a few weeks and then decide to bring it yeah. in and wash it again. Because it has that funny Just wet like smell. Wet old flannel smell, you know, and it's dried up a little bit. But if you if your clothes yes. are out on the washing line and yeah, then it starts okay, okay. to rain, do you run out and get them or do you just leave it? No, it depends. If it's my nice stuff, because I have like a category of how I, I mean, to be fair, Matt's going to laugh at this and be like, you don't do the fucking washing. But Matt's a real washing king. I just do yeah. it occasionally. 
but um, I prefer all my nice things to be hung on coat hangers on the line and then everything else gets pegged. If it's a pegged item, it can stay out there. If it is a hanging on the coat hanger item, it is coming inside and it is being really well looked after. I'll apologise to it. It will be um, made sure that it is treated like a queen for yes, the rest of the day. look after that item with some tender loving care for sure. <laughs> I love that. Oh, it's been good catching up with you remotely, Gal. We only had a few technical difficulties. When we stop this, we'll find yeah, out if I it know. actually recorded. I'm sitting here like, oh my God, I hope this was recorded because it was such good chat. But I'm so proud of us. And um, I was a bit worried, like, oh my God, obviously we're so much better together um, in real life. But it's better so much better together. than we're together. I hope we sung that at the same time. Um, but yeah, we absolutely nailed it remote. So thank you everybody for tuning in. Please go and follow us on Spotify on our new platform. And um, just be amazing yeah. and live, laugh, love your best life this week. And you just smile through what you need to smile through and cry what you need to cry through. And we'll always be here for you. Namahi. I'll be there for you when the rain gets on your washing. How good, how good. Okay, team. (laughs) Um, I still haven't remembered the song, guys, but hey, I'll jump on my Instagram and share it with you later, okay? Okay. Kakite, bye.